Hey y'all, this is Ginger DeVries, guest number 56 of the podcast encouraging you today to use your position to broadcast God's love. All things work together for the good to those who love God and to those who's called according to his purpose. God has sent Jesus to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives. Freedom, my friends. That season may not be the thing that you wanted necessarily, but God needs you to learn something. God has given her an ability to help people change the narrative of their life. If you do not genuinely believe in prayer, then there's no point in doing it. Hindsight with God, you understand, but yeah, in the middle of stuff, you just gotta hang on and trust Him. We're not supposed to do for God, we're supposed to be for God. The doing is a side effect. God is able to bless you abundantly. If He can take care of the birds of the air and the flowers of the field, so more can He do for you. My family and my husband and I sat in the store before we opened and we just prayed over the store and that we would unapologetically show the love of Christ. It's all going to work together for your good. If you love God, you just continue to stay humble, seek God, and it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. God's Word says, whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. We pray this episode is an encouragement to you to go out and use your position to broadcast His love. From Scotto Albritton Studios, here's your host, Ricky. Hey everyone, and welcome to Broadcast His Love. This is a podcast where we talk about what life looks like when we decrease our name and increase God's name, because it's all about Jesus living life on purpose for him. And today we have on a fellow Gator girl, Catherine Daniel. How's it going? Good. Go Gators. Go Gators. <laughs> so Catherine's one of my girlfriends, and I just want you all to know that we've been talking for the last hour together, catching up. It's been good. Yeah, it has. I know. I'm like, I'm glad that wasn't on the podcast. I know. I know. We skipped from subject to subject, but that was fun. Well, we have had several seasons together. Mm -hmm. We both are UF graduates. We both worked at Channel 3, and you're still working there, local news station here. And we both raise kids here in Pensacola. Mm -hmm. And we both are involved in this community. (laughs) So... It's like, when I see you, I'm like, tell me everything. I know. I feel the same way. And it's like, I just saw you yesterday. You know, it feels like that. Yeah, I know. I need more time with you, though. I know. Oh, it's so rich. It's so good. Like, we, when we were talking, I mean, about four times during our conversation, we were talking about something and we were, like, going deeper into it. And you know, chit-chatting. It's like, wait, wait, we got to record a podcast. I know. I know. We'll get it done, though. Yes. So what we're talking about today is Canine Companions. Uh, you are a volunteer puppy raiser, and you are raising Watson right now. Which can you tell us a little bit about what's going on? Okay, I'm a volunteer puppy raiser at Canine Companions, which yeah. is the I got to give you the spill. Yes, they're the oldest, largest service dog provider in the country. They were founded in 1975, and it's a nonprofit. All of our dogs are always free. Yeah. So, and our dogs cover 67 disabilities. Anything from um, PTSD for veterans or first responders, children with autism, people in wheelchairs, um, people hard of hearing and um, deaf. So, but we don't do blind. Those are guide dogs. Those are like the fighter pilots, the service dogs. Oh, really? Yeah. So they're like the Mavericks? Yeah. I mean, ours are pretty good. (laughs) Ours are great, but you know, that is a whole different skill set. Okay. So we don't um, train, but... 
as a volunteer puppy raiser, we have them for 18 months Mm -hmm. from the time they're eight weeks to 18. And then they go to professional training at one of our five campuses around the country. Ours go to Orlando. And there they get professional training six to nine months. Mm -hmm. And if they pass through the program, which is pretty rigorous, we have about a 60% pass rate. Um, Yeah, I know. And um, then they get placed with their person, their graduate. How long do you have them? 18 months. 18 months. So you're so connected. I mean, you have them from the time they're a puppy till when they're a big kid. Yeah, I know. You know? Oh. It's hard. And turning them in, I tell everybody, it's as hard as you think it's going to be. Yeah. Maybe even worse. It's like, how do you do it? And I'm like, well, I've only done it once. (laughs) And it was really hard. Yeah. But they're good dogs. Oh, they're the best. Well, because um, we have a breeding colony that is okay. supervised by a vet. Wow. And, um, oh, yeah, like it's, they oh. do genetic testing on them. I it's thought really... that's what it is because they all have a demeanor about them. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not those dogs that run up to you and are like smacking you in the belly, jumping up, trying to get in your lap. That's not them. I mean, they are. No, we're, keel. they're bred for temperament and health. Because if you give um, a service dog to a graduate, their person, they definitely don't need a dog that is, you know, not well behaved, but also not healthy. So they check them for hip dysplasia, everything. Like the first week or two, they're at professional training. They are gone over by vets. Before we get them, they're gone over by vets very, very carefully. And Mm -hmm. then when they turn back in. Wow. Mm -hmm. How did you get involved with this? I did a story with a lady right. and um, I always said that was like seven or eight years ago uh-huh. and then I had a friend who was a puppy raiser and I would always see her with her dogs at the UWF pool mm-hmm. and I always thought I'm going to do that one day I'm going to do that one day and then mm-hmm. one day we were coming home from Christmas at my parents um, January 1st and I'm like I think today's the day so I yeah. sent in my application and then I asked work at channel three if they wanted me to raise them with them yeah and they're like yes and so by June of that same year, we had Chappie. Wow. So Chappie was the first dog. He was, and our viewers named him after Chappie James, yeah. the American hero from Pensacola. Yes. The first. A big deal. Yeah, big deal. The and first. It, well, if you're ever in town, there's a museum for Chappie James, which yes. we haven't checked out yet, but. It's really good. Yeah, I have friends who listen to the podcast and they're like, oh, when we go to Pensacola, you know, like we heard that on the podcast, we want to check it out. So add it's his good. museum to your list. Yes. And he was the first five-star um, African-American general in the military. Wow. Four-star. Pensacola. Yes. I know when he was raised here and his parent, his mom was like a really fierce educator and educated a lot of, you know, children. And yeah. That's so, um, so he was our first and he got placed with his graduate, a young lady who is 15, and she um, has a, um, I'm not exactly sure, I didn't ask a lot of questions, but um, I think it's, oh goodness, maybe it's like a growth problem, I'm not sure, but she was adopted from overseas, Okay. um, and she lives with this wonderful huge family in Georgia, and she's an FFA, she's an officer in FFA, she's very artistic. Yeah. Um, I think she sings in the choir. She made the honor roll. I mean, she's a very accomplished young lady. That's great. She is in a wheelchair some and walks some. Okay. But she has Chappie for um, stability, confidence. He can pick up things, phone, keys, remote. And um, 
they're just a really good team. So he lives in North Georgia, which was an answer prayer because he's super hot natured. Yeah. And um, I, the whole time I thought, oh, please, 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 Lord, send him somewhere cool. Yeah. And he's up in the mountains of Georgia. That's amazing. So he's not too far. He's not too far. Yeah. Maybe I'll see him one day. They did say um, that we were welcome to visit him. So maybe okay. one day. Maybe. Yeah, that's good. I was curious when you said that you that they breed them for temperament and health. Mm-hmm. Is one of their, and you said confidence, it helps with her confidence. Yes. Does it help, does the dog, I don't know how to say like, does your dog or do all dogs who do this canine companions, do they help with mental health? Like, is that part of what, the training? Um, I would think, I think that they do in the fact, and I have a friend who um, has one, and she says people will come up and talk to her about the dog. So it's a, it's a gateway to meeting people. Oh my um, goodness. I like, need to take one of those dogs to every chamber event. Yeah. <laughs> yes, There it is. is nothing more awkward than a chamber <laughs> conversation. It's like, do we have to talk about work right now? Yes. That's what we're here for. <laughs> yes. You can, we'll go with you the next one. But okay, yeah. Perfect. Well, dogs open hearts and they open doors. Yeah. And they also build bridges. You know, and so. Oh my gosh. Everybody who's listening is like, I'm posting that on Instagram. (laughs) Maybe I should trademark it. You should. Dogs (laughs) open hearts. And doors. And doors. And they build bridges. They do. And so she, my friend who is um, 19, she said people would come and talk to her that ordinarily wouldn't. That's good. And she has um, very complex CP. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't know how to communicate with a person like that that has some issues speaking and being understood but is the smartest person I know yeah so I think that helps in that way now for mental health some of our dogs many of them go to veterans or first responders okay who have PTSD or TBI so that's definitely but like we our dogs are not given to people right now like with depression or anxiety yeah you know they're not for that right now but I'm sure everybody who has one it has to help my my dogs help me with that I was gonna say that's that's the reason why I ask so our dog she's a mix she's wonderful and I want to encourage me to get her I bullied you into her no you didn't you did not bully you just said it would be a good idea you should do it if you want to you were very sweet about it but she is very good about if one of us is down she'll sit at our feet yeah, they sense it. They really do. Yeah. And some of our dogs, the ones that are given to to um, folks with PTSD, yeah. veterans and um, first responders, they are trained to um, lie on them in a certain way to apply pressure points. So they'll be calm. Oh, my goodness. And some of them are trained to wake up their recipient from a nightmare or a night terror. Stop it. Yes. It's true. That's amazing. How do you train a dog to do Are you training a dog no. to do that? <laughs> those are the advanced, those are the professional, I'm not a professional dog trainer. Oh, okay. These are like people who have decades of experience. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. But how cool is that that you get to train a dog? I mean, I know this is volunteer and that's, that's another thing I want to talk about. Like you've chosen to do this. You obviously see the purpose in it. You know, this podcast is all about broadcasting God's love, decreasing your name, increasing God's name, using your position to shine God's light. And I'm curious to know how you've seen God show up in this because he can use anything. Like we've had a guest on the podcast say that she went to Perfect Plane, you know, the brewery downtown and saw something on the wall. And it was like God's sign of like, you're supposed to be here. You know, right. how is God used being a volunteer puppy raiser for his glory? 
for me personally? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. gosh. Well, for me, I have made a lot of new friends, which is hard to do at my age in life, yeah. at my stage in life. You yeah. know, my kids are older. It's hard to make new friends. It is. and that, and that But this is like, I meet like-minded people. And we have many local puppy raisers who are very veteran. Yeah. And it's a very close, tight-knit group. And they just welcomed us in. And I've made, and I don't, when you work in TV, as long as I have, you kind of are a little closed off. Yeah. You know, and it's so funny because a lot of people on TV are introverts. Uh-huh. And um, I'm definitely, I think, an introvert, especially socially. Except with me. Yeah, yeah. But I mean. You better not be. <laughs> no, I'm going to crack you like not. an egg. What is going on, girl? <laughs> but that's rare for yeah. me, you know. And um, I don't know. I guess we're just guarded and private, you yeah. know. And you try to keep yourself separate from your work and everything. And then you have people that, you know, just want to know all about TV gossip and stuff. And yeah. so you build walls. Right. And so, um I have always just tried to keep that really separate. These people, my puppy raisers, friends, they just, they do not care. <laughs> they're like, you ain't doing this right with this dog. And they're just so real yeah. and funny and accepting and encouraging. So that has been amazing. Yeah, that's how we should be in community. Like raw, not raw as in like, I don't know, here's they're this honest. wound on my elbow. I need you to, clear. I mean, I guess you could be like, in, you're just honest with people. And yeah. You do it as an act of love, like brotherly or sisterly love. Yes. You don't do it as an act of selfishness. What am I going to get from this? And that's purely what you're doing. I mean, this is an act of service. Talk about the service aspect of raising a puppy. Because, I mean, you raise a dog for 18 months and then the puppy's gone. But the whole time, you're servicing this next person who you don't even know yet. That's true. And I always, we think about their next person all the mm-hmm. time. And we're, we pray for them. Yeah. And we're like, we'll tell Watson, oh, we got to get you ready for your person. Because <laughs> he's a little more, um, he's harder, he's a little harder to train than Chappie was because he's very high energy. Okay. Like I always said Chappie was Winnie the Pooh or Eeyore. Okay. And then Watson is Tigger. You know, he's bouncy and alert and focused and la, 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 you know. He's big. He's a big boy. He's tall. He's very thin, though. Okay. He's only like... He's so is Bubba Watson. Yeah, he is tall. <laughs> he is built like Bubba Watson. Um, I have this dog. His name is Watson, named after Bubba Watson. And they're, you know, very similar. <laughs> exactly. I know. And he was named after Bubba Watson. That's why I said that. Yeah, because yeah. we are named... Um, the fans... We're raising this one with the Pensacola Blue Wahoos. Right. The minor double a minor league team in town and he's called an influencer puppy okay so i gotta break that down because somebody was just listening and they're like why do i need to know this influencer puppy what is this now well it's something um they started like maybe five or six years ago and you know social media is where a lot of people communicate and get their information so like the dallas cowboys have one named dak and there's many many professional teams hockey teams um, baseball, football, all kinds of teams have them. And so the dog goes to events and, you know, um, is affiliated with the team. Like Watson has his own baseball card. I love that. I I know know that. He does. And so what it does is, and it doesn't cost the team anything. It's all volunteer. They don't have to do it. They don't pay anything. Um, but what it does is it puts all those eyes on our dog and our mission Mm -hmm. 
yeah. people learn what Canine Companions is. Right. And then every team, everybody loves dogs. Yes. And you yes, put yes. dogs in any social media post, it's going to do better. Yes. I know that from marketing. If you're looking for your audience to grow, put a puppy in it. Exactly. And these are puppies with purpose, you know, exactly. and they're special and they have a mission and they yeah. have a backstory. And then um, a lot of times they have the fandom name them so they have they're already invested right because people come up to me all the time I voted for Watson yeah I voted for that name I think I voted for Chappie it was on the WAR website channel three posted like please vote and I voted for Chappie yes thank you I can't remember the other names that were on there it was um and they weren't Pensacola related they were I know I I think that's why I picked Chappie because I was just like this is Pensacola well each um canine companion litter is a letter so oh. every dog in Chappie's litter were named with a C. Okay. And so we had like Cadet, Cosmo. People had written in names to That's put on right. the list. So we have five. Mm-hmm. And um, Cyrus was one. But Chappie um, was, uh, in fact, Leanne's friend. Our, we have a mutual right. friend. Yes. Suggested Chappie. Really? Yes. And oh. then it won. That's and of so course, awesome. we had to ask the Chappie James family for permission. Yeah. And um, because not everybody would want that. Well, and two, it was a new concept for this area. So you're not right. only saying, hey, can I name this puppy after Chappie James? Right. You know, and a great leader for our nation from Pensacola. Um, but you're also like, and this is what it does. And this is why, you know, you're giving them the rundown to also be behind it too. Well, the family was very excited and it turns out that the Chappie James family and Chappie James himself love dogs. Awesome. And I got to meet, um, his son and his granddaughter and his great granddaughter. I bet they love the dog. They did. In fact, the, the, um, the son, his son, who is now a retired, you know, highly decorated, uh, military. Really? And um, he's like, now if this dog doesn't make it, can I can I adopt it? <laughs> exactly. What are the odds? Oh yeah, because those dogs they have great temperaments. They do, and they're healthy. Yeah, they're healthy, and um, they're great dogs. They're great. I know. And people always ask, how do I get one of the release dogs? Yeah. And um, there is a process through Canine Companions. I think it definitely involves like a donation. Yeah. Um, because it these should. dogs, it should because they're yeah. fully vetted. They're really well trained. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very special dogs. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, so the girl who got Chappie is 15. Mm-hmm. And so they've been together for how long now? In August. Okay. Yeah, so I'm excited. I, I would love to know more about how their year was. Yeah. And I'll probably reach out around that time. Yeah. I mean, this will air over the summer. So when it's close to time. Yeah. So if people want to follow you, and because you post about... Watson, yes. but you have also a whole page. Pissed. Yes, yeah. It's um Catherine Daniels Puppy Page on okay. Facebook. It's so fun. And it's very popular. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that, but uh, um, yeah, people it's not just a page that people like and never look at. It's a page that's very I mean, people are interacting with your content. Yeah, well, I post at least once a day, every day. Because, you know, working in TV news, they taught us all about how to work social media and this stuff. Exactly. It really broke me. (laughs) I hated that part of it. In fact, I didn't have a Facebook page for years. And finally, they're like, you have to get one. I I remember that. And I really didn't want to. And then you dominated it. And then, well, I'm like, well, if I'm going to do this, I'm I'm going to do it right. right. (laughs) And um, I knew dogs, you know. Exactly. Every day. And I've always had a bunch of dogs and been in dog rescue. 
rescue and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. So I had the content. Exactly. And so it would be funny because I would win every day. They would post oh, where yeah. we were on social media. I remember it was on a white, like on a TV. And another station I worked at did this too. Where, pressure. Oh my goodness. They would show who was like 20 people and who was in the lead. Yeah. By and, how much. And, and how your story did online. Yes. If it got views yes. or whatever, this or that. <gasps> it's that is so pressure. Put, and it was right in front of our desk. Oh, yeah. So, like, if even if you, like, glanced up, like, you know, you would look at the sky. Or, or the clock. It was right by the clock. Right by the clock. <laughs> they don't do that anymore. They don't. I mean, that was a long time ago. <laughs> they don't. They but don't. they did it at the other station I was at, too. Yeah, because that's, you know, the future of TV news is probably a huge part online yeah you know not all of it but a lot but um my heart so I know but I (laughs) but you know things change yeah you know there was radio and then tv and now you know yeah um but let's get back to radio yeah I loved radio that's what podcasting is a return to radio let's go baby it's the most intimate medium I think I just want to meet you where you're at during your day and tell you about Jesus I listen to podcasts constantly. Really? Why? Yeah. Um, because they are, I can cook and clean and do my hair and makeup. Yeah. And I'm listening to all kind of different ideas. Yeah. You know, I can only afford so many audiobooks. Exactly. <laughs> okay, Libby. Have I told you about Libby? No. Okay, it's with the library, the public library. You have to contact your local library um, where you are to see if they have the service available, but mm-hmm. you can download free audiobooks. I used to be able to do that, and they changed the um, app, but I need okay. to do that because I yeah. go to the library like every two weeks. I mean, you share content with everybody else in your area. So, you know, Purpose Driven Life, I think I waited three months for that book. Right. <laughs> but, but that was worth the wait. Oh, yeah, it was worth the wait. It was so good. It Man, it, it was very timely. Uh, but... You know, we always ask what Bible verse is helping you in this season. Well, I've I've had a lot of illness since the la- in the last six months. I mean, I fell and broke my knee and had to have three surgeries. Oh my goodness, three, three, yeah, and um, PT two, three times a week oh since gosh, January. Catherine. But I'm like, I felt really lucky that I was able to have the surgeries and have like a really great surgeon. Yeah, like from Andrews and stuff. I was like, going to say, so did you go to lucky, Andrews? Yeah, um, that that's in our backyard. Yeah. And he was wonderful, and the PT folks were wonderful. So I have a lot to be thankful for, and I really try to remember that. Who was your doctor? Um, Dr. Lavacek. Okay. He's I work in healthcare, so I'm always like, okay. who's the orthopedic you use? You know, Dr. Lavacek, and he was great, and his staff was great, and yeah. it was wonderful. It was just a really in- extensive injury, okay. so which I got Christmas caroling. <laughs> No, remember the caroling party I always yes, invite you to, you, and yes. you're always in Sebring. Yeah, it, yeah, yes. That night, and we had Mickey Mouse come and everything. Oh, and it was you broke, awful. You had to go to the ER while you oh, were yeah. Christmas caroling. And I said, yeah, because I you were fell. trying to do something for Jesus. Well, and... no. <laughs> it was just fun, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And um, we always had it. We didn't have it for COVID, so the next this first party back was like huge. Yeah. We had like sixty people there, and we always go around our neighborhood and Christmas carol pretty pretty badly um yeah. you know pretty off key oh. <laughs> but it's fun and my kids love it and um so they really they're like we have to do it bigger and better so we had tons of people there well I tripped and fell on the um asphalt and I was like I'm fine y'all go ahead <gasps> and I turned to Brian I said I gotta go to the ER so we went and I had broken it in five places you are such a good mom. Not You're really. like y'all keep going on <laughs> no because Christmas Carol well I mean we were only on like our third house 
So, you know, there's no reason for them to stop. I mean, literally, there were probably 60 people there. Catherine. They just, and they had a great time. I love you. (laughs) I want to be you. No, 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 How old are your kids? Um, night, well, my son just turned 20. Okay. And my daughter is 15. Oh my gosh. I know. And they still want their friends to come over and go Christmas caroling. So how can you stop it? Every year I think, no, we have to keep doing this. And they're like, yeah, they're like, that's our favorite thing. I'm like, oh, really? Good. My mom used to do it at my mom's. Yeah. And so I remember like badgering her and my dad into getting the hay trailer. Yeah. Now my kids are doing the same thing, but we just walk. Yeah. Next year, if I go, I I'll have say, like... What are you going to do? You're going to have to get a golf cart. Maybe. I don't have a golf cart. Maybe somebody loan me one because <laughs> there ain't no way. We just need a gator golf cart. Yeah. Somebody hook her up with a gator. <laughs> anyway. Okay. 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 All right. So what so, Bible verse is helping Okay. You? I love... I've always liked this one. Isaiah 53, 5. By his wounds, we are healed. And I have um, never been as sick or injured as I have over the last year and a half so from COVID, long COVID. I had heart problems from it. Then I had this surgery and then I had a biopsy, um, which I get the results tomorrow. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah. So, but I feel really good about it. Okay. The doctor felt good about it. The blood work was good. great. Everything, you know, we all feel really good, but I get that tomorrow. Okay. We'll be praying. Thank well, I mean, you. when this gets released, this is yeah. we're already going to know, but I'll be praying for you. Yeah. I feel really good about it. So that by his wounds, we are healed is always has been something I say, you know, a lot. And I don't even really know if it's about physical healing or if it's about being saved, but it's just very comforting to me. Yeah. You know, I mean, he heals us. He's the ultimate healer. Yeah. The great physician. Yes. We've had a surgeon come on the podcast before and say that while he was doing a procedure, you know, trying to save someone's life. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's done multiple surgeries, but that he saw a miracle happen while he was doing the surgeries. Like he's seen miracles, plural, happen when he was doing the surgeries. Right. I can't remember what episode it was, but it was really good. We'll have to re-air that one maybe this fall. But um, that like God is the great physician. Like even physicians say that God is the great, who are believers, you know, and who surrender that authority to him. Like, yeah, God, you can do anything. Like by his wounds, we're healed. I love that song by Casting Crowns. It's like, he was pierced for our transgressions. You know that song? Yeah. Crushed for our sins. You know? <laughs> or is that third day? I don't know. I'm not sure. But the it's punishment. also, I'm like, did I pray for patience too? Because this has been such a slow recovery. Yeah. That has really humbled me. Really? Oh, yeah. This is like, I think it's given me more empathy for people who are slower. Yeah. And have like, because I don't, I may have a limp the rest of my life. I don't know yet. And um, it's like opened my eyes to I want to get stronger and healthier than I've ever been because I've been through this. Yeah. And um, like you can't take your health for granted and your strength. You know, it's been it's been hard. What encouragement do you have for somebody listening who has something that's holding them back? Oh, my gosh. I mean, you just got to keep going forward. Don't look back. Don't think about what if, if I should have done this, if I hadn't done that. You just got to keep moving forward positively, Mm -hmm. even if it's just getting up and showering that day. Because these kind of things really make you depressed. Right. And um, so get up, shower, get a little sunshine, play with your dogs, pets, whatever you have. Your canine companion. Yeah, your canine companion. Um. And just keep moving forward. Yeah. You know, we're lucky we get to. We get to. And that's the stance. Yeah, we get to. And every time I think about like being grateful, I always go back to like, I just got to breathe. Like, 
Yeah, that we don't have to. Good. You know, like, yeah, you, I have to go to work. No, you get to. Yeah. Or I have to give the kids a bath. No, you get, get to. to. You yeah. know, and that's hard. You lose sight of that in the day-to-day craziness. Everybody oh, yeah. does. I Everybody do. Everybody does. You know, but. Just, we forget, right? Yeah, yeah, we do. And you're like, well, these, this is, and, and just like to be here now, mm-hmm. be more. It's like definitely slowed me down figuratively and literally. Yeah, being present. I've had a hard time being present recently. It's hard. And I know we're wrapping up, but just remembering who God is and what he's done for us and that he has work for us to do. Or, you know, I mean, we're supposed to be living life on purpose for him. We're not supposed to be just like doing nothing. Like that depression is like something that, I think a lot of us struggle with because Mm of like the hyper world that we live in that you got to go, you got to do, you got to achieve. But God's, you know, God's word says like, be still and know that I am God. And that's the hard part. Ooh, yes. Yes, it It is. is. So this has been very humbling and eye opening and you just got to, I just like every day. And then my PTs are good. They're like, you're better than you were. Just keep moving. Good. Keep going. Good. So that would be my advice. Just keep going. Just keep going. <laughs> I love it. Just keep going. Um, and that was, again, Isaiah 53, 5. And it, it, this is the NIV translation. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him. And by his wounds, we are healed. That's right. And by his wounds, we are healed. <laughs> I didn't know you were a singer. Yeah. Bring it. No. Oh my gosh, really? Kidding. I sing deep man voice. <laughs> You're alto. <laughs> exactly. All right. Uh, thank you, Catherine. If you want more information on K9 Companions, just go to k9.org and you can read more about them, their locations, their service dogs. You can get involved and they have a link where you can donate if you feel led to do that. Thank you so much for your time, Catherine. Thanks for having me. I love it. I love you. I love you more. <laughs> And at the end of every podcast, we always pray, Father, decrease us and increase you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, this is Dustin, one of the pastors at Grace Bible Church in Sebring, Florida. Thanks for tuning in to listen to Broadcast His Love with Ricky Van Stewart. I hope you also consider joining us on our podcast as well. Our hope is to encourage you, inspire you, and compel you towards a closer walk with Jesus and one another. You can find us on every platform where podcasts are offered by simply searching for Grace Bible Church Sebring. Again, this is Pastor Dustin, and I hope to get to connect with you very soon. Hey, this is Mark Stockland, pastor and CEO for Haiti Bible Mission in Jeremy Haiti. If you'd like to follow along with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti, you can check us out at HaitiBibleMission.org. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We'd love to get you guys connected with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti and how you can partner with us to live the difference, to help empower leaders, to transform communities. God bless you guys and have a great day. Hi y'all, this is Nan Charland, the owner of the Laurel Oak Inn Bed and Breakfast in Gainesville, Florida. You can find the Laurel Oak Inn on the internet at laureloakinn.com or Facebook and Instagram, Laurel Oak Inn. Until we meet you in person, we certainly hope you're enjoying life to its fullest. <laughs> <laughs>